Hello, hello. Welcome back to Closet Things Podcast, where I, your host, Dominique, discuss all things wife, momming, homeschooling, and all of the things. And I do this in the comfort of my closet. I am coming to do the last podcast of, I guess, where I'm kind of giving tips or things. Um, I think I'm going to do one more after this kind of talking about maybe my experience or it might just be like an all things kind of chat I'm not sure yet um I haven't been doing as many podcasts because I am planning for our kids next homeschool grade we have been doing this for one year for these upper grades and it has been a year um and so I wanted to kind of talk about all of those things and discuss it with you guys of course but on this particular podcast, I'm going to be discussing discussing um, our son. I did both of our girls and um, all things more homeschool, part one and two, I think that's what I called it, um, where I kind of discussed different things on about them, the challenges, the goodness, the greatness, all things with homeschooling them. And now I kind of just want to give some things for our our son um, and also give some book options that he's going to be reading this year, Um, some that I kind of highly recommend, and then do the ending with my who, what, where question. So let's jump right in. Um, With our son, he's 11, and he is just, he just finished, because we just finished a couple weeks ago, with seventh grade work. Um, and he will be starting eighth grade work in September when we start back up again in a few weeks. And, um, with the way that things work, I think I explained this maybe with our girls, but if I didn't with all of our kids, if they are doing something and it's like the core things, cause in Texas you have to do science, good citizenship, math, grammar, or language, um, did I say math? I think I said math already. And there's only like four or five things that you really have to do. So if those things that we are doing in reading, if I'm not mistaken, um, if those things that we're doing, um, aren't finished, like if we're in a book and we aren't finished, and I kind of want to finish that book, we'll roll it over to the next grade. So I, when I say a grade I'm saying seventh grade work or eighth grade work I'm not saying they're in the seventh grade they're in the eighth grade because I've seen this a lot and now I understand it more than we've gotten into it that grades really don't matter when it comes to homeschooling as in your kids being in a grade especially when if you're like us we homeschool year-round we get like two grades can get two grades done in one year um and or depending on when we start in in a 12 month time frame maybe I should say it that way we can get two grades done in that time frame so our kids when they left school last year in what June of 2019 our girls were coming out of second grade our son was coming out of fourth grade and here we are (laughs) coming out of July and our girls just finished fifth grade work and our son just finished seventh grade work and we're going into sixth grade work and eighth grade work so they kind of don't matter but if we were to put our kids back into a public school uh, a, a private school or a charter school 
they would put them back into whatever grade they were they need to be in based on age um but that's not something we are planning to do but um one of the reasons why I do like to finish books is because one a lot of the things that we do um with especially with Saxon we do Saxon math and Saxon grammar and language um a lot of those a lot of the book uh, the books uh, for math and grammar have really good in-depth information that crosses across, goes across a lot of different grade levels. And so I like to just finish it so just so we can keep flowing. And I've noticed, because our kids have done one, two, our girls have done two, our son has done three now, different grades of math. Um, for Saxon, our girls have done two. And I've noticed that it's been a lot easier for them when we kind of just go all the way through and they're like oh yeah we did this already and I remember doing this and you know that book or whatever and it's not just the first 10 lessons it's like lessons that they kind of did so I just like to finish it plus they're not like super cheap for me cheap is five dollars they're not five dollars so um I kind of want to just get everything that we can out of those books so we just kind of keep it flowing um since I'm already talking about curriculum for our son he is doing right now or he just finished with the seventh grade work he went into eighth grade math and so he's rolling that over into the eighth grade work that he's going to be doing and then once he's done with that which will probably be about halfway through he'll start algebra algebra one if I'm not mistaken um and that's just kind of and I started them a little bit late with their math and when I say late, I mean, we were doing another math and I noticed it just wasn't working. And so I just kind of stopped what we were doing with that one after about four or five months in. And then I started them on the Saxon. And so when I say late, I mean, we didn't start it at the beginning when we started the year in September of last year. Um, I kind of just added it in. And that's another thing. Another beauty of homeschooling. If something is not working, you can toss it. You can be like, okay, this isn't working for my kids. This isn't working for me. This isn't working for us. So that's what was happening with their math. And the language was okay, but I really like Saxon grammar now. And it has more, it offers more. Um, so what we were doing, it just, for the math for sure had tons of holes. And um, good thing I taught math. So I kind of knew, hey, some of this stuff is just not right. And then, um, just looking at different things of what should have been learned possibly in that grade it just it just wasn't working for me um and it really wasn't working for them and then trying to find supplements to kind of explain things it just wasn't working so we found something different and again Saxon I'm not gonna gonna say that way too many times probably has been so wonderful for us and I really really like it um so that's what we're currently using for math and so um math is one of those subjects that's going to kind of roll over for him and again he was kind of in the middle I think he's about 70 60 or 70 some lessons already into the 8 7 which is they say high level 7th grade and then beginner 8th grade if I'm not mistaken and it also has pre-algebra in it so the way that Saxon I love that way that Saxon works or the newer books I guess is that it includes the algebra, pre-algebra in it and some geometry, if I'm not mistaken. And so that's not a separate book that he would have to do unless he just wants, wanted to do it for his high school years. Um, so I just look, I really, really like Saxon. It's, it's been like 
so great and then we also use Nicole the math lady and she just explains everything in such a fun inviting way and um, it's really really helped me it's helped our kids yeah so um, and then also for his grammar he's kind of rolling that over he actually is doing seventh grade grammar he's almost finished with the book he was actually doing it and he was like doing it every single day um, which was Monday through Thursday no Monday through Friday I think it's with the schedule we had him on and he kind of told me he said mom I'm not really like it's just too much like doing this every single day because I feel like I'm not getting everything and he was doing every single problem and I said okay so what do you want to do and so he I said let's look at our look at your test let's look at where things started to kind of go a little downhill and we're going to rewind it and you can just redo some of those and we'll reduce some of the days um, that you're doing it so that way you can grasp it a little bit more and kind of take a breather in between um, our son will I feel like this is something that is new for him being able to say hey I need help or this isn't working for me because when he was in his charter school and his public school probably even his private school when he was three he has always been told excuse me he's always been told that um you know if you know it then you know it and if you don't kind of don't ask a question about it and I think he's always felt like I kind of don't know this, but I'm just kind of scared to ask a question. And especially at the charter school that we were at last, he would tell me a lot that the teachers didn't, I just, he said, I don't feel like I can ask a question. And that was heart wrenching for me because I'm sitting here like, that's what your teachers are for. You can ask them questions. And then again, I taught at the last school that we weren't, you know, we're at. And so I would tell him if we're at after school go to the teachers like go and ask them questions and he's like no I don't want to bother them (laughs) so he really had kind of got down and then once we got out of school I remember he told me he said mom some of the kids would tell me that you know like say well thanks for letting us ask a question answer the question or whatever like he was being I guess picked on a little bit because he was answering questions or he didn't need to ask the questions and he was doing really good on a lot of his work and I'm not sure if the teachers were kind of praising him openly for that him and other kids I know that I'm not saying our kids was smart he was the smartest kid what I'm saying is there were a lot of times where even teachers would come to me and just be like he did really great on this test or he did amazing on this and that and I'm not I don't know if they did that openly in the class and sometimes that can make kids a target and so that's what I'm assuming was happening happening I don't quite know but I noticed that he would not he wouldn't ask questions and he wouldn't ask for help and that's something we had to continually tell him the teacher is there to help it's like of course mommy and daddy is always going to be here to help but when you're in school that's what they're there for like they're there to help you to better understand if you have a question ask and one of the things that I noticed that was one thing that we kind of struggled when we first started homeschooling is he didn't want to ask say that he needed help he didn't want to say that hey this is not quite working for me or whatever four months in I think three maybe four months in all oh, that flew out the window he was telling me wasn't working what wasn't working for him what he needed help with and all these things and that just kind of came with me repeatedly asking him hey how's this going or hey what's going on with this or their dad kind of asking you know explain to me what you did today or whatever the case may be and that's just kind of continually drilling into him that we are here we want to know what's going on and we are actually here to help and if we can't help we're going to find you some help um 
And so now he's way more vocal on the things that he wants and his education and the things that he needs help with. And so I just am so grateful that he's gotten to a point to where he knows that he can voice what he needs and um because this is his education we tell our kids this all the time daddy and I've been to school we've gotten what we need this is for you guys and although I'm here to kind of guide you and we have to do certain things because of the homeschool guidelines in Texas once those are met you guys can tell me what you want to do as far as extra goes or even within those guidelines that they give us we can find something that fits more you and um he has definitely been more open with the things he wants to learn um we kind of kind of were kind of discussing because he's going to be coming into those homeschool homeschool those high school years coming up like in the next year or so he's going to be doing ninth grade work and so we're just trying to figure out what he wants to do maybe what he wants to do after he's done um with high school if he wants to take some credits or some classes to get credit at you know ACC or the or community college or if he wants to do some online stuff we're really trying to figure all that out and since he is our oldest we're kind of like playing things by ear and trying to figure it out so that um once we get to the girls maybe it'll be a little bit more figured out <laughs> um and so uh yeah I'm just glad that he is learning that this is his education and his voice matters and we continually tell him that so I'm so grateful that he's really really taking hold of that um and really making this thing kind of his own and so um in that I've learned or seen that his confidence has risen so much and not just with his work in everything um we recently did a race (laughs) and um uh his he told his dad I can beat you and he said it like his face was straight he said it with a straight face and he was so confident in it and I love that and I was like babe do you see this and he's like yes <laughs> and I honestly feel like a lot of that has come from just the homeschooling and us giving him these freedoms and constantly telling him how great he is um, and telling him how he can fix things and how he can do these things to create and be the kind of person that he wants to be if he puts that work into it and so but he doesn't boast about it and that's one thing we tell our kids you got to be humble but you also have to know that you can do certain things and be confident in that and so um I love that he doesn't boast or brag um he every now and then (laughs) he'll call himself a genius which he is I I want him to be so confident in himself because people are going to tear him down and if you don't already have that kind of toughness built up in you that um, they can tear you down and your confidence kind of just goes wherever it goes and so um I'm glad that he has confidence um in himself and believes in himself because we believe in him um and that he doesn't boast or brag about it and so and then also he is our, our I heard this reference once big brain child meaning that really anything that we throw at him he remembers he wants to learn more about it um he soaks it in and he regurgitate things things and brings it up at the right time I think I've mentioned this before we could be talking about something and he'll either correct a word that we were saying or 
you know insert a word we're talking you know based upon what we're talking about and we'll look it up and it's like almost spot on um and that's just him he just remembers things and he um likes to learn a lot of different things and he also is a musical child he loves piano he's been learning it for a very long time um he also plays the drums um and I remember at the last school that we were at the principal was like you know that musical kids are um more intelligent I guess kids and so I'm seeing that because he really really is an intelligent kid um and he loves to learn music and he learns it so well and so I don't want to say easy but it's a natural it, it seems like it's very natural for him um but yeah he's he's our he's our big brain big brain baby um and one thing about the whole big brain thing is kind of going back to the his education he was in school for six school years so that's pre-k um or I guess you can call it pre-k pre-k kinder first second third and fourth and so that's kind of six years of him doing kind of a um scheduled kind of like way of doing schooling and so it took him a while to realize that if I can come and sit down and do my work but if I don't want to do it all right now I can get up and move around and do something else and come back to it and it'd be fine I'm not going to be less intelligent if I don't get it all done in one sitting and that took us a while to get him out of because he was so into routine of doing things and even now he will sit down and get all of his work done but sometimes I can see him getting frustrated and I'll say, do you need a break? Or I'll tell him, go take a break. Um, and he will. He'll just get up, he'll go take a break, he'll go sit on the couch, read a book. And I'll be like, you ready? And he'll be like, yes. And so, and then he'll go back to it. Um, and that took a while just to kind of get him out of it because he just wants to get things done. And he really kind of is excited about learning. He's such a nerd and I love it. Um, he just wants to kind of learn it and get it done. And um, he loves coding and he's doing this coding program I think I found on Khan Academy I want to say it's JavaScript I have no idea (laughs) what it's all about but he's very excited about it so um yeah he just he just wants to learn and learn about all these different things um and so he's definitely the big brain child of ours and so um another the last thing with him is we let him lead and I think that leading for him is so foreign and so new that he still doesn't quite understand that when we say you can pick a certain thing that means you don't have to use our input for it like you can do whatever it is that you want to do and then from there we'll see figure out what it is um that we can do to get it done and reach that goal and um it's been very interesting with letting him lead and with this eighth grade year coming up we're going to be doing a lot of um books or literature studies there you go I couldn't think of the word literature studies and with that it's going to become more timing this past two grades for sixth and seventh I kind of given him a schedule of everything that he needs to do and kind of say hey this needs to be done by Friday um and it has worked but then it has not worked and he recently told me that he wants to kind of get into real estate and I know that when we get into those high school years I want him to be more organized I want him to be more scheduled um and I asked him 
is that do you think that's going to work for you and he said I kind of like doing my own thing but if I have to have everything done a certain time I would be okay with that too and so this next semester for both for both for all three of our kids and I say both because the girls in one grade and our son is in another but um I'm going to be doing more of a scheduled, like block scheduling, I guess, where this is what you need to be doing in the morning time. These are the times that you're going to have to get those done. Then we'll take lunch break, take a break to go work out or whatever the case may be. And then we can come back to it. If you aren't done by XYZ time, then that's going to be homework. And when they heard homework, they were like, what? (laughs) And I was like, think about what you guys do now. Our kids will come, our oldest twin can be a distraction distraction um even to me like she'll just get to talking and we'll get to having a conversation and 20 minutes have passed by and I'm just like look we gotta we really gotta get to work so I think it will not only just help him um but I think it'll help our girls as well we're gonna try it out and see again one of the beauties of homeschooling is being able to see where something is lacking or seeing where something can be improved and doing your best to kind of improve that and I think with the scheduling the block scheduling it might help us a little bit to stay say this is the times we're going to be doing homeschooling after that we're done um just with those core kind of things everything else we can read at seven eight at night who cares you know we can do cooking whenever but the this math science and all this other stuff let's get this stuff knocked out and then be on with our day that doesn't mean we're going to stick to that every single day it's just something that I'm hoping that we get in the routine of doing so that way we can feel more like we're getting more accomplished and getting it done and then having the rest of our day to really do more life skills kind of things um and then not drag as much and then also That'll give me time to be able to work with just one child if I need to after everybody else is done because I am still trying to figure out how to help everybody and with everyone doing everything at the same time, I feel like I'm not able to help everyone when I need to or one person's asking a question and another person asking a question. I'm like, hold on, I was that person asked first, so now I gotta go to this person. So it's all, I mean, I'm just trying to figure out the best way to be able to help everybody um and so I'm hoping that with us having more of a time I can schedule things to where I can you know start um to help everybody when they need it and then also have that free time in the afternoon to say okay that we see that this is not working for us right now let's just hold off and we'll do this afterwards let's move on to the next one next subject or the next paper or whatever the case may be so that's what I'm doing as far as scheduling I'm still putting everything together I have a ton our kids have a ton of literature books this semester coming up um we would just find one book and find another and find another and then we're doing most of our history is coming from autobiographies and different who was books and so I have a ton of those and I have a basket that I've been getting together for that and um we're excited like I'm excited to be kind of doing something different we've done something different with every grade and so this time it's been more literature books and then we're going to kind of expand from there um and we're really really excited about I get excited when I get new books um so yeah um that's really it as far as our son goes he is really straightforward he does a lot of things on his own he does the majority of everything on his own if he needs help if I'm able to help him I help him if my husband is able to help him he helps him they've been doing a lot of the math stuff together because he's getting up there to where I mean 
I don't remember this stuff. <laughs> and so we'll watch the video together. We'll do the work together. And of course, I want to be able to help him as much as I can. Um, yet I want him to be able to understand things. Um, and if my husband can give it to him in a way that he can better understand it, then that's what I'd rather do. And that's another reason for our block scheduling as well. I wanted them to try to get in as much of that math in as they can with my husband around because he has a way of explaining it to them to where they get it that I, I just I just can't it just does it's not it's more logical for him to do it than it is for me to do it and I'm okay with that and our kids love when their dad explains it to them a little bit better and he'll sit with them and they'll figure it out like he won't stop until they figure it out and so I wanted to do also the block scheduling just so he can be able to help more as well so I think it's going to be a really good interesting semester coming up or grade coming up um, and I can't wait to get into it. Um, okay, so now I am going to go over some books that he is going to be reading. And this is like a required reading thing. Again, with required reading, I have like three or four pages that I have and create for them once they finish the book and they just kind of write it out. It's kind of like a book report that they do, but it's like fun things, even though he's getting older and getting into these higher up kind of books I still wanted it to be fun for him because reading and writing for him are really things are things that he really likes to do so I want to keep it fun for him yet I want to make sure that he's getting everything he needs to get out of these books and a lot of the books that he's doing this semester I'm going to be reading with him this past semester I only read like one book with him and this one I think I'm reading every single book with him because they are so interesting so the first one is 910, a September 11th story, and it's by Nora Raleigh Baskin. And this is just a story about um, 9-11, and our son was born on 9-11-2008, not 2001. Um, but he has been interested in the story and I saw this book or maybe he saw the book and he was like oh I want that book and so I want to read this with him because it's about three different kids who um their 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 story of what happened on 9-11 and then a little bit what happened afterwards so I'm interested to see what this book is going to be about and um I'm excited to read it um with him and so the next book is A Long Walk to Water Oh, I'm so ready to read this book. I've already started reading it, actually, because I have the ebook. Um, but I said I was going to stop because he said, we're going to read we should read that together, Mom. And I said, okay, I'm going to stop. But it's uh, A Long Walk to Water by Linda Sue Park. And this is based on a true story of, um, it is, um, Sailor walks away from the village war-term village he's a lost boy refugee destined to cover afghan foot searching for his family and safety and safety uh and it's two people two young people have two different stories and it's one country and it's in sudan and this is um from 2008 one story is in 2008 and then the other is in 1985 and it's just kind of how the two stories align um even though they're in two different times and so i'm really interested in seeing what this book is going to be about and reading it more with our son and then um the last book again he's going to be reading a ton of books but another book he's going to be reading is facing the lion growing up mossy on the african savannah by joseph i know i'm about to mess this up lima soli lakutan 
Um, and this is another one where it's on the continent of Africa. Um, I really want, and this is a National Geographic book, and we watch a lot of documentaries. I think we found this because of a documentary we were watching. And I want to um, make sure that we're not just watching things, but that we're like reading about it as well. Because sometimes a book can have way more information than they can put into an hour video. So I'm interested in reading that. We're going to read that together. I think I have that one on ebook as well, but I'm interested in reading that one. And then another one, it's not one, it's a series that we're going to be reading is the um, track series by Jason Reynolds. And the books are Ghost, Sunny, Patina, and Lou. And it's just about different kids and different sports that they're doing. And I have been wanting to read this with him for a while. I have all the ebooks. I've already read Ghost. Um, a little bit of Ghost. <laughs> Not all of it. But um, we're going to be reading the whole series. I got it off of kidsbooks.com, if I'm not mistaken. And it was like super, super cheap. But I'm interested in reading it. I think he had already started and I was like, mm-mm-mm can't be reading it (laughs) but um yeah this this one we're gonna fly through um and then he's also reading so many different biography books this semester and just books 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 we have he's really doing a lot of literature books um besides doing a lot of the extra stuff he's doing that extra the extra stuff but I think last semester I did geography with him and he did a um monuments kind of study and it was really really cool and he was like that one was really interesting um but this one we're going to be doing a lot of literature and then based upon that we can see if we find movies and maybe even other things that we can find based on the books but um Jason Reynolds has been an author that he's been reading about the author and when he saw the ghost the track series um he was like, oh, I want to read that. And I was like, oh, me too. So we're going to be reading it together. But that is about it for our son and the last part of the homeschool. Um, all about homeschool or all things homeschool. All things more homeschool. Can't even get the name right. <laughs> part three um, for our son. So now on to my who, what, where question. And the who, what, where question is going to be. What bad habits have you tried to break or get out of during COVID-19 pandemic? Have you created any during the pandemic? Um, Did you have some before that now that you're home that you tried to get out of it because you have time to get out of it? Has it increased? Um, One thing that I am, and again, we are vegan. We're always reading labels. And one I lost a lot of things that I used to eat. that I couldn't eat once we became vegan and when I say couldn't eat meaning I couldn't eat those things because of the dairy and whatnot but there I found ways to veganize them one thing that is already vegan not the healthiest but it's already the vegan that I love are Oreos (laughs) and when all this first hit one of the first things that I um that we did is we bought this big old box of Oreos from Sam's (laughs) and those things normally just the pack that we get just a regular pack from like HB or Walmart doesn't last long 
and I was like oh these are gonna last a while we're gonna have them yeah <laughs> it didn't last long at all so I said what I said what I was gonna do was I am gonna make sure I don't make it a habit to get unhealthy sweet things or just sweet things um because even though I work out all the time what you put into your body really it it really means a lot and so I know that Oreos are not the greatest thing but I'm not going to deprive myself of them but I'm not going to eat them all the time and if they're in the house they're going to be gone (laughs) so I told myself I was not going to I was going to make a habit of not getting a sweet thing every single time we go to the store maybe once a month so that we can have some stuff and I haven't really gotten any Oreos in a while I think we got them that one time they lasted for about a month maybe (laughs) so sad there's so many in the pack like they should have lasted for at least four or five months and they normally do it normally lasts for a long time but we were just sitting at home and they were there and I'm a night owl and yeah they didn't make it (laughs) so um Yes, one one of the things I said I was not going to do is the whole sweets thing. So I've been sticking to that, and I haven't been getting a lot of sweets and unhealthy things. And so I'm glad that I've been sticking to it. We've been getting, like, um, popsicles, which I think it's Good Pops is the brand, and it's, like, all natural kind of stuff. It's no artificial things in there. Um, we've been making sure we stay away from that high fructose corn syrup kind of things and whatever sweet things that I'm getting. But we haven't really been getting a lot of sweet things um I really like ice cream and again Oreo or cookies and cream ice cream the vegan ice cream is so great (laughs) so I've been trying to make sure I don't me and my sweet tooth is a problem so I just wanted to make sure that I didn't get too too deep into that because we're sitting around not we're not sitting around but we're at home more and not really getting out more so I just didn't want to make a habit of that so what habit um, or habits have you tried to break or get out of during COVID-19 um, pandemic, please let me know in the comments on whatever platform you're listening to, listening to this on. Um, thank you guys for rocking with me for all, I think this is podcast 10, 11, I'm not quite sure. And my next one is kind of going to ramble on. Um, so I'm going to try to put my thoughts down on paper before I just get to talking for hours as I've done with this one. Well, actually, it's been 30-something minutes. But thank you again for rocking with me. Like, share, subscribe. Tell everybody you know. Tell everybody you like and don't like. As long as they don't come over here with a negativity, it doesn't matter. Thank you again. Be honest. Be true. Be loyal. And always, always be you. Be great, you guys.